everyone, it's Jazz, aka the girl who can't smell, reporting for Smell News. I'm glad you're joining me today. This episode is a brand new type of segment on the Girl Who Can't Smell show where I'll be discussing the latest and all things smell related that I find interesting and also humorous on the web. Today, January 22nd, I want to go ahead and talk about a post I saw recently on moms.com titled, There's now a smart diaper to tell parents when they need to change their baby. It was originally posted on January 14th of this year and was written by Kelly Murray. So this article is about a South Korean company called Monet or Monet. I believe it's Monet. Yes. Monet, they've created the first ever smart diaper that was recently unveiled at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas recently. Monet's founder, Tony Park, created the small, round Bluetooth sensor that is attached to the outside of a baby's diaper and can sense when the diaper is soiled. The company argues that a product like this not only allows parents to know when it's time to change their child, but by doing so, it can reduce the instances of diaper rash and possible urinary tract infections. The Bluetooth sensor also provides parents information on how many diapers they are going through, as well as their child's diaper changing patterns. The product launched in Korea and Japan at the end of last year and will soon be partnering with Huggies parent company, Kimberly Clark, to introduce the technology in the US this spring, CNET reports. The article points out, of course, not everyone is convinced this is truly necessary. Parents have been able to accurately detect when their child needs to be changed without the help of technology and even having to perform the dreaded sniff test forever. When I saw this article, I knew I had to tweet this. I tweeted this and I received some feedback from my readers and I thought it was really cool because a lot of them, you know, they replied back saying that they were able to check for their baby's diaper absolutely fine without the need for technology to notify them. Uh, they went through the telltale signs, right? The diaper size changing, the heaviness, um, the fussiness of the child after they had their feeding which is also I mean it's very true right I mean those are the exact signs you need to look out for and I mean for me I think that was one of the biggest concerns when I was growing up about being a potential mom who can't smell I was like how the heck would I be able to tell whether or not my baby had you know soiled their diaper and I always question if I would have to be constantly checking on their diaper and I always imagined how overwhelming it would be. I was like, wow, my baby's probably gonna grow up having diaper rash 24 seven. But I mean, after seeing this product and receiving other previous parents' suggestions and tips, I'm sure now that diaper changing is totally something future parents affected by anosmia can handle. But I mean, I do certainly like this concept. I mean, what do you guys think? 
would you try out the smart diaper sensor? <laughs> I think I would. I, I mean, why not? I mean, if someone gifted this, like if I had a baby shower or whatever, I think that's the first thing everyone would probably think to give me. <laughs> Besides a nanny, right? Um, I mean, I saw this, like I said, I saw this article and I was like, I definitely have to share it with everyone because I thought it was pretty neat. But let me know, like I said, what you think about all of this. Um, it's pretty amazing what technology can bring. Registration is now open for Smell Taste 2019. The University of Florida Center for Smell and Taste, UFCST, and Fifth Sense, the UK-based charity for people affected by smell and taste disorders, invite you to join them for Smell Taste 2019. This biannual event will be held on May 17th through 19th on the UF campus in Gainesville, Florida. The conference provides the opportunity for anyone from around the world affected by a smell or taste disorder to learn more about their condition, interact with others with similar experiences, and find better ways of coping with it. If you'd like to attend, I'll go ahead and leave the link on my show notes, which I'm super, super excited for this, and I'm so hopeful that I'll be able to attend. Hopefully, hopefully I will, because I would love to report back on just the experience and just being able to discuss, you know, what the new and latest updates are on all the smell and taste disorder research and just meeting everyone behind the scenes. I'm just, honestly, I'm very, very, um, excited for it and really looking forward to it. And now for some Girl Who Can't Smell updates. I am thrilled to announce my website has a brand new facelift. It's now way easier to navigate and is organized into specific sections. For example, I've added my product recommendations, YouTube videos, about me, page links. I've also introduced a new section in order to accommodate some of my readers who have asked if my information is available in Spanish. Yes, everyone, the girl who can't smell is available in Espanol. Also, you guys may have seen my post last Thursday, so you may already be aware that I've just launched a new webcomic series. I'm so excited because I've hired an illustrator and he's been helping me put into pictures all of the fun, awesome ideas I've been wanting to share with you. New webcomics are available every Thursday on my website. You can find my webcomics on my homepage specifically on my webcomic section or if you prefer receiving webcomics in your inbox make sure you sign up for my mailing list i highly recommend signing up for my mailing list because you'll get first dibs on all of my girl who can't smell happenings and you'll also receive some fun surprises finally i have launched a patreon page where one of my awesome perks for joining is having your name displayed on the Dedicated To segment at the end of my future webcomic episodes on Instagram, Facebook, and my website section. I have another reward tier that's also really fun that I've named Girl Who Can't Smell and Friends, where you are drawn up as a character and are sent a tea or a mug, your choice, 
with the words I can't smell underneath. What do you guys think about this? I am super excited about offering these awesome perks. If you guys are interested in these perks as a standalone purchase, I am also thinking about offering a personalized tier mug on my Etsy shop. I'll leave my Etsy shop and Patreon links in the show notes as well. What I think is super neat, you guys, is that we don't always tell people that we can't smell. So a coffee mug or a tea is always a subtle way of telling people, right? Because it's awesome to have anosmia. I mean, I'm an awesome anosmic. <laughs> That's how I like to put it. Plus, these types of personalized teas or mugs can make awesome gifts. So if you have a friend or loved one who is super picky about things and you don't know what to give them, Valentine's Day is coming up, birthdays are coming up. Uh, these make for, like I said, really amazing gifts. Okay, so we've reached the end of today's smell news, but I will be back posting new episodes next week. Before I go, I want to give a quick shout out to Katie, the host of the Smell Podcast. She has a great podcast that goes in depth regarding smell and taste disorders and is always very interesting. I'll go ahead and leave her link on the show notes as well. Thank you all for listening. Remember, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with all your friends and give it a rating on the Apple Podcast app if you are listening to me through that platform. Make sure you check out my new website and sections as well. Send me a message too. As always, I love receiving feedback and suggestions. Okay, you guys, so I will talk to you later. This is me signing off with love, the girl who can't smell.